Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Tobit. Grief-stricken in spirit, I, Tobit, groaned and wept aloud. Then with sobs I began to pray. You are righteous, O Lord, and all your deeds are just. All your ways are mercy and truth. You are the judge of the world. And now, O Lord, may you be mindful of me and look with favor upon me. Punish me not for my sins, nor for my inadvertent offenses, nor for those of my ancestors. We sinned against you and disobeyed your commandments, so you handed us over to plundering, exile, and death, till you made us the talk and reproach of all the nations, among whom you had dispersed us. Yes, your judgments are many and true, and dealing with me as my sins and those of my ancestors deserve. For we have not kept your commandments, nor have we trodden the paths of truth before you. So now deal with me as you please, and command my life breath to be taken from me, that I may go from the face of the earth into dust. It is better for me to die than to live, because I have heard insulting calumnies, and I am overwhelmed with grief. Lord, command me to be delivered from such anguish. Let me go to the everlasting abode. Lord, refuse me not, for it is better for me to die than to endure so much misery in life and to hear these insults. On the same day at Ecbatana in Media, it so happened that Ragul's daughter Sarah also had to listen to abuse from one of her father's maids. For she had been married to seven husbands, but the wicked demon Asmodeus killed them off before they could have intercourse with her, as it is prescribed for wives. So the maid said to her, You are the one who strangles your husbands. Look at you. You have already been married seven times, but you have had no joy with any one of your husbands. Why do you beat us? Is it on account of your seven husbands, because they are dead? May we never see a son or daughter of yours. The girl was deeply sad. In that day, and she went into the upper chamber of her house where she planned to hang herself. But she reconsidered, saying to herself, No, people would level this insult against my father. You had only one beloved daughter, but she hanged herself because of ill fortune. And thus would I cause my father in his old age to go down to the netherworld laden with sorrow. It is far better for me not to hang myself, but to beg the Lord to have me die, so that I need no longer live to hear such insults. At that time, then, she spread out her hands, and facing the window, poured out her prayer. Blessed are you, O Lord, merciful God, and blessed is your holy and honorable name. Blessed are you in all your works forever. At that very time, the prayer of these two suppliants was heard in the glorious presence of Almighty God. So Raphael was sent to heal them both, to remove the cataracts from Tobit's eyes so that he might again see God's sunlight, and to marry Regul's daughter Sarah to Tobit's son Tobiah, and then drive the wicked demon Asmodeus from her. The Word of the Lord. So now deal with me as you please, and command my life breath to be taken from me that I may go from the face of the earth into dust. After getting in a fight with his wife, Tobit was ready to die. His marital problems, however, were not the cause of his despair. They were just an effect. Tobit was from Galilee. And as a young man, he was among the ten northern tribes that broke away from the house of Jerusalem. These tribes apostatized. They sacrificed to the demon gods and practiced pagan abominations. 
Tobit alone would travel to Jerusalem for the sacrificial feast, as was ordained by everlasting decree. When the northern tribes were exiled to Assyria, well, they all ate the food of the pagans, except Tobit. He became successful as the buyer for a wealthy Assyrian. He did many acts of charity. He tithed properly. He kept the law. When the Assyrian king ordered exiled Jews to be killed, while they were thrown outside the city wall, Tobit would secretly bury them. For unlike the pagans, Jews buried the dead. After someone informed on Tobit, Tobit was canceled. A death sentence was put on him and all his property was confiscated. When the Assyrian king was killed by his sons, Tobit's nephew became the new king's chief accountant. Tobit then got a good job and was doing well until on the Feast of Pentecost, a strangled Jew had been thrown in the marketplace dead. Before eating, Tobit secured the dead body. After sunset, he buried it and his fellow exiled Jews laughed at him. Becoming ritually unclean after handling a dead body, Tobit slept outside under a tree. Bird droppings landed in his eyes and he went blind and he lost his source of income. His wife then had to go to work. There was bickering and tension and Tobit despaired. Lord, command me to be delivered from such anguish. Let me go to the everlasting abode. Lord, refuse me not, for it is better for me to die than to endure so much misery in life and to hear these insults. About a thousand kilometers away, a young, beautiful woman named Sarah was thinking about hanging herself. She had seven husbands, but all of them died on her wedding night. Considering the anguish it would cause her parents if she killed herself, Sarah halted her suicide plan and turned to prayer. And here is where the story, a moralistic novel, starts getting really good. For God heard both Tobit's and Sarah's prayers. And heavenly help was on the way in the form of an angel, Raphael which means God heals. The book of Tobit was written to encourage the Jews to put their trust in God, to praise him and practice works of mercy. Commentator notes that no deep questions are asked in the book why, why just people who do not sin have to suffer. Rather, the sacred writer is more interested in showing that God helps people and provides for them, provided they have recourse to him in heartfelt prayer. This story was written then to encourage you. For here you are living in exile. And most of your fellow countrymen living in exile with you have apostatized. Fellow so-called Christians are now laughing at you for keeping God's laws ordained by everlasting decree. You then are to put your trust in God and pray along with Tobit. You are righteous, O Lord, and all your deeds are just. All your ways are mercy and truth. You are the judge of the world. And now, O Lord, may you be mindful of me and look with favor upon me. Punish me not for my sins, nor for my inadvertent offenses, nor for those of my ancestors.'" 